welcome back to the Supernova Gaming Podcast. My name's Luke, and as per usual, I'm with my co-host Pietro. Hello. Right, so, first things first, we need to apologise. We missed a week. We did. We did. We completely forgot. We forgot, and I think we were probably both busy. Mm. Don't know what was happening last week, can't even remember. I can't remember. Either way, sorry we missed that. We checked the calendar and was like, shit, we've missed a week. Because I, I swear to God, I thought it was this week. <laughs> I thought it was this week. I think you thought it was this week until yeah, we checked the dates. Until we checked the dates, yeah. And we just, we just missed it. But I think that's a good thing, because a lot has happened. Yeah, there's a lot. I think this last week has had a lot of gaming news to talk about, mm. especially with what we've been to see today, which we'll discuss later on. Have we talked VR yet? Pricing. Shit, no, we haven't. Ooh. Shit, no, because I wanted to record one last week because of that. That's a yeah. good point. So yeah, a lot. Yeah, right. Let's get cracking. Yeah, that's VR. So yes. What did, right, I can think of some of this up for my tweet. Three hundred and fifty quid, October, nailed it. Perfect. Perfect for us, I think. Three hundred and fifty quid. They've hit the sweet spot there, I think. Yeah, like when you look up comparisons with Vive or, and Oculus. Yeah, the problem is I only know the dollar amount for these, so it's, I'm really sorry about that. It, it roughly works out pretty similar anyway, doesn't it? So I, I think, think Oculus is six hundred. I think six hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, and VR is four hundred dollars. Yeah, PSVR. So either way, it's always going to be two hundred dollars less. Yeah, I think in the UK the Oculus might be five hundred. That might be wrong, but I think it's five. Okay. That so even so, that's right. hundred and fifty quid less. Mm. Let alone so even even if you look at that case, if eight hundred dollars, seven hundred quid for the HTC Vive. Yeah. That's a, that's half the price for a PlayStation VR. Yeah, that's incredible. They've nailed it. It's a great, great price. And <clears throat> on top of that, they're making profit. Yeah, surprisingly. Which I think is a subtle dig at Oculus because Oculus are saying at that price we're selling it as bare minimum. Serious? Yeah, they said it. that's as cheap as they can sell it with the components they're using. Wow. So Sony, like, which also says it's going to be damn good quality. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. So, but I, I don't, I don't. Doubt the VR, PSVR won't be good quality. No, obviously, like, there's been a lot of talk about it ever since this has been announced. And I think some some people have kind of gone, whoa, like, that's not good, like, that's expensive. I, to me, it's so it is, cheap. It is a lot of money, but if you compare it to other things like a TV, people spend thousands on a TV. Yeah, we, we I, I didn't think of that, because, like, you said, like, when you put it on, isn't it, like, didn't you say 105 inch? Equivalent something like that is essentially what what it equates to. Yes, so I think we should say to start with. So obviously everybody knew it was a VR headset. Now we know it's actually going to be a cinematic mm. headset mode. I don't know what, how you're going to cinematic mode. Whatever. So you can actually just put it on and play your games. Don't quite know how that's going to work yet. Like I don't know what the view, what the mm. perspective is going to be like. If it's going to be like. It's gonna be so big, you're not gonna be able to see the top left or whatever. I couldn't, I can't imagine no, it being like that. But either way, that I, that, al- cool that alone is a great feature, and they've already said they're partnering with Netflix, so Netflix is gonna run on it. And a lot of people are like, "Why would you want to wear that and watch TV?" Well, it's just it's an option. It's it's, it's it's an option. I think it gives you that cinema experience. Yeah, I think it will. Like at home, when I when if I watch something, it's like it's great, but there's always. Lights from like another box. Sure, even even yeah. the PlayStation, the light bar on the top of the PlayStation light, lights up in the cabinet. Light from the window. Any sort of There's, display reflections can get in the way. Yeah, and the fact that we could be like, this is an isolated experience on your face, isn't it? So yeah, it should be. That's kind of what I want, especially and especially if it's going to give me the sort of perspective of like being in a cinema. Like yes. When you're in a cinema, it's just huge in front of you. If you can imagine having that and kind of being a similar, not the same, but similar Oops, experience, <laughs> I think that would be incredible. Without a doubt, I've got two pre-orders on it. Two. I want it to be safe. I put it on game, and I was like, just in case something fucks up, let's get the Amazon order. Yeah. And from what I know, everybody's saying, from what Greg Miller's saying, is the Amazon orders have gone. Well, they say that, but I've gone on Amazon, and it doesn't say sold yeah. out or anything. No, so, so I don't I'm, know where they're getting that information. I'm not sure if like a first wave have gone. Mm. So you can still pre-order it, but you're probably not going to get it on launch now. I don't know if that's the case. But incredible. like Absolutely incredible, I think. Like, I think the other thing is... like. For the price of a console and a headset, you are still cheaper than a single, like Vive. That's true. Yeah, you can get a PS4 and a and a VR, and still it's a similar price. Yeah, because just for the Vive. Well, like for the Oculus and the HTC, you're going to need a PC of at least fifteen hundred quid mm, to run it. That's, like, true. that's insane. Like that's just insane. So well, before you can even look at getting your headset, you need a PC that's going to run that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like, I just love the fact that this is it's the cheapest one. So clearly it's not going to be, like, best graphics. We can accept that. Yeah. But it's just so accessible, I mm. think. Like, I, I think... And the f- they've already said, like, the frame rate is going to be, like, 120 hertz or something. Yeah. Which is going to be smooth as silk. Yeah. I don't, I'm not first if 
graphically it's not the most visually impressive. No. As long as it runs smoothly. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's all you need. Yeah, and I think what the, not the problem. But I think what you see with a lot of VR games is they're not going for a really look anyway. Even on like the that's HTC, true. they're not going for like most of the games are pretty. They're going for like quite an artistic look, aren't yeah. they? So like so shaded or who who really cares at this point? Yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I think it's going to be fucking wait. awesome. I almost don't want to try a demo unit. I just want to get it out of the box and experience it first time. My well, own version in my bedroom. Well, yeah, that's kind of... Because I know they're going to have demo units in like game and... Well, yeah, well, EGX is coming up in the UK and I looked at getting some tickets. It's like next week. Is it? Oh, no, two weeks, two weeks, sorry. And they're like, oh, I've got units there. And I was like, oh, it'd be tempting just to go and try a unit. But you're literally going to go in there and they're going to write, here's this unit, you've got 15 minutes, you play your demo, you're gone. Like, yeah. I don't want to have that. No, I, I want to sit down, I want to set it up, just sit down. Just I almost don't even want to see one in the flesh until i got mine at home. Yeah, like, the thing it's is, I'm, I'm tempted to go to a midnight one. So if I did a midnight one, would you come with me and then come back here and play it? Yeah, man. Would you be down for that? So you're not going to be worried about getting your own first? Well, like, if you go and get a midnight one, I'm sure we can swindle a second midnight one. Yeah, I'm sure we can swindle one. But I, but like, I'd love to like sit down for the first time ever and be like, right, let's mm. do VR, do it together, just yeah, to be that'd like, be fun as well, actually. Ra- like rather than being like texting each other, being like, oh, it's fucking awesome, like yeah. actually being there with each other to try this thing out. Yeah, that's true. Even if we set, set both the PS4s up together yeah. that night, I think we should do that. Like, and then just put them on and be like, yeah, fuck, and then just totally ignore each other all night. Yeah, <laughs> 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 give a fuck about that. <laughs> but no, everything's exciting. It's just. I don't know if I'm more excited for this than I was the PS4, almost. Because my, my perception on this seems to be very different to a lot of people. I think you might be in the same field as me. A lot of the people are like, I said, this is the next step gaming needed. Mm. We've had SD to HD. Then we had HD to slightly better HD. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that, yeah. that, that's what the PS3 to PS4 was. It was yeah. slightly better. Better graphics, great. Still yeah. HD. Right, we, did, we, ne- we didn't go to 4K or anything. So... It didn't feel as special. It felt quite impressive. I remember putting Battlefield 4 and thinking, shit, me, this looks good. But it didn't have that... that like, you can play games down, you're like, yeah, nope, that's, yeah. that's I mean, that. I'm playing Far Cry. For the first minute, I was like, yeah, this is really pretty. Yeah. And now I've already like, oh, it's just it's just, it's just standard. Yeah, and I, th- I think still, like, into the PS3, you were still being like, shit, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, because you'd just gone from that SD... I remember going from PS1 to PS2, just thinking how... Yeah, bending that way. That's what I mean, and we've not had that, and I no. think VR is the thing that will do that. I think even if we go to 4K, you'll get something out of it. But I think 4K is still too close to HD to be that step between like PS1 to PS2 or PS2 to PS3. Yeah. If you haven't got a massive telly, you can't really tell the difference. No, so I, I really think this is the next thing. I think it's not a gimmick. It's got to be there, and I kind of agree with what Colin's saying in terms of it can be used in a lot of outside of games. Yeah, like. Like he like says, medical applications and things like that. Yeah, that and like imagine a bit going to a concert. Mm, that's true. And the one point was, is the PlayStation experience going to be streamed in VR? That'd be cool. So you could sit at home, put your headset on, be in the audience. That'd be pretty sweet. Like how, like just or put be a, on stage. <laughs> yeah, or like just put a three sixty camera somewhere in there, so you can yeah. put it on and physically feel like you're there. That'd be awesome. Like even E three or something. It just that would like. How does audio work? Have they talked about that? Is it just TV? The audio from your well, TV. Well, it comes with headphones? a set of headphones. Right. But, so I don't know quite know how it works. Obviously, you can plug a headphone jack into your controller. That works fine. I don't know if you've got a wireless headset like I have, or both of us have. That's not going to be able to fit on your head as well, though, is it? I don't I don't know if it's going to be big enough or not. Because, obviously, I have I seen... I don't know how far around the side of your head it comes. No, well, it's more important over the top, isn't it? Yeah, but so how... even then, it's still got to come around. Yeah, the so it'd be interesting. Either mm. way, you can use basic headphones. Like, it's not going to be as good, but... I swear to God, at E3, there's, I'm sure people have been had proper headphones. Yeah. So like, there'll be some application for that. If they're smart, they would have sort of designed it around the headset that you've bought. Well, no, it would be more yours, but mine's a similar sort of model <coughs> shape, isn't it? They're designed around the PS4 headset. So I, I, I just can't freaking wait. I mean, the problem is I can't... I, I, there's not a game that I'm like... No, it's not a I'm killer not, app at the minute. There's not like a killer app, and that's, that's a problem, I think, like... As much as I'm like, yes, I'm going to get my VR. I don't know what I'm getting on launch. I'm I getting the headset. That, I think E3 they will announce some proper games. I'm hoping. Because I've said how many, what, over 300 games are in development? I think 300 in development, but 50 between October and Christmas. And hopefully at E3 they'll have something to show. Yeah, and the other thing that was brought up was how are the pricing of these games going to work? Because developing for VR is going to be a lot more expensive than developing a standard game. Mm-hmm. So even these indie experiences that we're used to paying 10 quid for, are these going to be like... Yeah. We've had to put a lot more into this 
to get it doing this. We'll, we'll have to get it running at 120. Mm. What's going to happen? Because I think Sony said if you if they if someone like submits a game and it's not running minimum of 60, they're just right. like, don't even bother. Yeah. Do not bother because we're not we're not going to even consider it. Which I'm really glad. Sony actually said though, is that just yeah yeah they've said yeah. like they're not going to accept games that are running slow because what's the point? Yeah. If it's not running really on frame rate, it's not going to work on the headset. No, that's true. No, just not no point. So I'm really glad they're doing that. I think it'll be smart. I don't think they're going to be charging 30 quid for a game that's not worth it. No, that would ordinarily be like a tenner if it was just a standard. Yeah, I game. think it's going to be a little bit more. I, I can't imagine like there being like, oh, here's a five pound VR experience. I can't see that because mm. where a developer's going to make their money. I think if they're smart, they'll bundle more games together because so far they are pretty much all small experiences. Yeah, even like this like, Gar- Gary the Gulf thing that I've heard a lot about. It's like an interactive know. movie. Okay. It's like how how are you going to sell that? It's like on its own, yeah. Yeah, unless it's cheap, it needs to be bundled with a bunch of games, and that's yeah. I think some of the like PlayStation Worlds. Mm, I think they're going to do more like that. Yeah, because like, with Move they did that, and we they've done that. Loads of bundled games. Yeah, and I, I think that works because if you can go right, I've, I've paid my thirty, forty quid. Let's give me like five, yeah. ten VR experiences. I'm happy with that. Yeah. And personally, like even if I'm not playing huge games, I'm happy to do VR experiences just yeah. to be like. Amazed by something. Find out what you like, what you don't like. Yeah, even give me like a ten-minute demo of walking through Rapture. That'd be fucking sweet. Like that, that alone. Just give me a ten, ten minute yeah, demo of that. That'd be like, sick. So I'll pay you like forty, fifty quid just for a demo of like let's walk around Nathan Drake's apartment. <laughs> like I don't know if I pay that much. Just no, but honestly, just like imagine like here's a bunch of Sony first party yeah. experiences. Here's like Nathan Drake's thing. Like go to the God of War stuff. Yeah. Like. Play like go to Cole's universe and in Infamous. Mm. Like, I think there's so much potential for them to do that. I, I, I yeah, can't. That's a good I don't idea. know if they do it or not, but I think that's the assets are there. They've created the worlds. That's what I mean. Like, and it's just like a simple snippet. Like, a bit like imagine PlayStation Home, but in VR. Like, Home had so much potential, didn't it? It I mean, did. We played so much time in that. Yeah, I know. And like, I think I think towards the end of it, it had a lot of stuff in it. It did. Like, it had like uncharted worlds, didn't it? And like, they just didn't know what they were doing with it. No, unfortunately, it has been shut down now, but. No, I'm super excited for it, and day one, absolutely. I think um, they're in the best position with the price. Yeah, I honestly. Although you do need a camera, that's not really. Well, but the lot. thing is, like, they're doing various bundles, and I did see. Obviously, it's four hundred nine, three hundred ninety nine US. I did see the bundle with VR with the Worlds demos, two ones and the camera. What five hundred dollars? Five five hundred dollars. So it's only a hundred dollars. You're getting two ones, the camera, yeah, and a game. That's all a good deal. Like for a hundred dollars, getting all that on dice. Really freaking good because I think in America the camera alone is about fifty sixty dollars. Yeah, it? isn't it? Then ones are sort of 30, twenty thirty dollars each, and then I'm sure that game is going to be probably fifteen twenty dollars. So yeah, great! Good. I think that's a great bundle for everybody that doesn't have them. But I'm glad they. And I'm sure like retailers will do their own bundles. Oh yeah, of course they will. Of course they will. And like for us, I just brought a second move on just to be like mm. na- nail it down. I need to get two ones again because I sold them. Yeah, I'd keep. I, I don't know because I paid like. 25, 30 quid for mine, and I don't know if they're going to re release them, they're going to be cheaper, they're going to be expensive. I'm sure they're going like, to re release them, I don't, I don't think they'll be overly. No, I, I think 25, 30 quid's a fair price for yeah. one. Like, that's sort of similar to the US, so no, just I'd say get ready to for this, I think that's quite big. And I think whilst we're on PlayStation, I think we should move on to the next rumour. I don't know, I don't know if it is a rumour, I'm not, not sure which confirmed what the topic is. So the PlayStation 4.5. Oh, okay, yeah. So, interesting. Is it happening? Is it not? Nobody really knows. I think maybe some developers have mentioned it. And I think, if anything, at GDC this past week, where the rumours have really started to come up, yeah. it's probably where right, they've been speaking to developers about it. We spoke about this earlier. We'd probably both pick one up. So you should explain what it is. So it's basically a upgraded PS4. Mm-hmm. Rumours of 4K, highly doubt it. So essentially it's just going to run all your games better, quicker, faster processes, maybe... Internal SSDs, or oh, they're SSDs now anyway, but no, they're not. Oh, they're not. They're no. not. So maybe, maybe they'll go for an internal SSD, a bit like a bit like the Xbox Elite, Scott. Well, yeah. That's that's got hybrid drive, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, so the OS would be on the SSD. Yeah. So even, even if they do a hybrid yeah. drive, that would be good. So just generally a better performing PlayStation, because at the moment, I think even what the people are trying to do is they're not, not it's not struggling, but they probably want more. because uh, well, like. As the years go on, the technology just advances so much quicker, doesn't it? Yeah, especially like nowadays. Like, I'm sure it's already outdated. Like, it is, outdated yeah. by a hell of a amount. Yeah. So, 
as much as I like my console lasting for like this eight to ten year life cycle, or whatever it lasts for, I could I they need it. They <coughs> they don't need to, but it, it'd be beneficial yes, for if them. they release a PS four point five. As long as it the game it's the same disc, put it in your PS four, it plays. Put it in your four point five, it plays better. Yeah, I, be I, I I can't I cannot see them not doing that. Like, as long as they don't alienate existing. PS4 well, yeah, because the problem is like again, as mentioned from Colin, he said like there's no way they could do that because. You think these like how many people have sold it? Oh, like I can't remember if it's in oh, the twenties or thirties of millions. I think it's more. Like yeah, if not more, so it might be in the forties. Mm. Like, you, how can you screw over those yeah. forty million people that got you where you are? Like, those forty million people have got you in this position yeah. this time around. Don't don't screw those over by going. Here's your four point five. Fuck all of you for buying it. Or another option is just what we don't need these life cycles to be as long as they are. They can just release PS Five in a year or two. Yeah, I mean that'd be like four. four that be like we five upgrade our bloody iPhones every two years. Yeah. six hundred quid gone. Like, where's well, the three hundred and fifty pound console we expected to last ten years? It's kind of. I, I think in the, I think in this day and age, that's a it's long gone. I mean, yeah. the three DS has been doing this route for years now, hasn't it? Even the DS, even DS was doing this for a long time, and then, yeah, the DS is a lot cheaper. Well, the DS never changed specs. It was just hardware revisions. Mm. But the th- the new three DS is is obviously a bump up. Yeah. But again, like rather than releasing a new 3DS, they could have just had well, 4DS the next, or whatever the next, it would have been cool. Yeah. yeah, like a lot. I think a lot of people are concerned about it, which is fair enough. Mm. Like I can totally like sympathise with that. But as long as they don't alienate, alienate existing owners, then I don't see yeah. a problem. No, me neither. And it'd be interesting to see a like I don't know what, a chassis revision. Mm. I yeah. don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know what you'd say. Yeah, like, chassis. Yeah. Like, it, it, I, like I, a slimmer version or a tighter, prettier version, or yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. It, I think it looks great now. I it love is it. a nice system. But I know a lot of people say, "Oh, you don't even see this system." But my systems are clearly on show. So are yours. Like mm. I like them to look good. Xbox One, bloody hideous. But my annoying. fans are freaking loud. I don't know why yours are so quiet, but mine yeah. go crazy loud. So yeah, like, it's not. I'm even... up for some new hardware. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally down for it. And I think if they kept it at a similar price, why not? Yeah. Just drop the PS4 price. Mm. And I think you'd still get a lot of people buying PS4s just because if they could drop the price of the PS4 and like here's your 4.5 just replaced it yeah. replace the price so uh, what are they like 350 probably uh, I think they're under now probably I think I saw a bundle earlier like 270 quid for yeah. a console with like a game yeah exactly so even if you did like 350 for a PS4.5 yeah whatever great cool let's do it let's go just don't call it 4.5 yeah please <laughs> that's not rumour like, like oh, this is another topic but they called it a, the PS4K yeah I, I can't see it. I'd love 4K. it. I'd absolutely love it to be 4K, <coughs> but I can't see it being 4K. Yeah, when you look at the cost of PCs that are capable of outputting 4K, you're looking at thousands. Yeah. But, and no. a similar note, I think there was um, Xbox are supposedly looking at the same yeah, this, idea. Yeah, this upgradable. They've not really gone into specifics, have they? Like, if if they're gonna do, if they're gonna do upgradable, it's got to be easy. Mm. Like, just pop a processor in and out, but. Personally, I can't see how they can do that because then it's no. like, oh, this game requires this better processor, but oh, you don't have the better motherboard, so <laughs> yeah. you don't that can't work. Like, I don't know how an upgradable system works unless it's like, unless it's planned from the ground up, like the sixty-four yeah uh, RAM expansion in there. Which is fair enough. But I don't think you could start with like, oh, you want you want to get an upgraded yeah. processor, just plug this in. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same with the processor. RAM's a different story. Yeah, it? totally. So. I think it's very interesting. Strange, different, but we'll see what it's, comes of it. I think it's like I say, can't really expect a system to last ten years like we could in the the last few generations. Yeah, like the, the three hundred and sixty PS three era was dragged that way too long. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you could see, like people were really pushing what it could do with like the last of us in GTA five, but yeah. it was really like on its last legs, weren't yeah. it? I think. But I think what's from hardware, hardware even sorry. We should talk about the NX rumours. Oh, yes. So, I've seen a tweet which totally debunks this. But I think it's still worth what you're talking about. So, leaked, supposedly, controller shots. Sort of an oval? Yeah, it's weird. It's just like an iPhone, but an oval shape with two analogue sticks. That's the best yeah. way to Yeah. And no, no I, buttons, just two analogue sticks on an oval shape. Yeah, and whilst we're talking about this... Which like, I think sounds horrible. Yeah, I'll try and get up whilst we're doing this. Um... The video of it because what I saw is obviously it's got no buttons on it, but on from the face of it, I guess there'll be some bumpers. Maybe I've not seen, if... yeah, nobody's really <coughs> seen much of it. Well, from what I saw, they had a video of it working, and then 
sort of options appear around the analog stick. So if you look, watch this, I've not seen this. So look, stuff appears around the analog sticks. To be fair, this looks fake. The way that um, video, yeah. it looks like it's like green screened on top, isn't it? Yeah, which is obvious. And like stuff's appearing, the analog sticks are like, look, look at them, Joel. Like, it's obvious. It's it's clearly fake. Oh, it's meant to be fake. It was just. Oh no, no, I, I, I don't know if it's, it was meant to be fake. I don't know where they got this from. I have right. literally no idea. If we go into this Viner account. I think that's like, probably meant to be fake, just saying, like, this is what it could do, maybe. Yeah, look, Zelda UI animation concept. Yeah. So, but I, I still don't want that. I don't want I don't want that, but I think if they're going for that controller, they could get away with that. Just to explain to everybody, it looks like you could push in the analog stick and then sort of icons pop up around it for you to select. So, strange, certainly. But I don't, like, the um, screen dimensions, who you could... Who wants an oval? You it need does, a, doesn't, a rectangle. doesn't really make any sense, does it? No. But <clears throat> I, I I can't imagine it's real. I really can't, but I think they're mad enough to do it. Yeah. That's what scares me. That's Nintendo all over. But like how how if that's the controller, slash this portable device, portable controller, how how does that then It's like they just haven't learned from the Wii U. Nobody but, wants this tablet crap. No. You but, want a proper controller. But like say for example, this is the thing you take on the move. Mm. How does that then work with the primary system? Where are your buttons? Unless it's all a touchscreen that's, system. Yeah, that's true. So it's it's very strange, isn't it? Unless the games that you take on the go aren't meant to be the same experience it's meant to be. Yeah, like so a... that just comes with the box, or you can buy it separately to go on the move. I don't know, it's such a bizarre thing. Like, I really think at this point... They just point, need to look at what Sony and Microsoft are doing, seeing what's successful, and just replicate that. A powerful system with... Conventional controllers. Well, yeah, like we said earlier, like, why, do they, why are they not just looking at Sony and going, you've sold 40 million systems, let's look at what you've done and just mm. do it. Like, baffling, baffling. I mean, I'll get a Wii U uh, NX regardless. Oh, yeah, of course you I'm a Nintendo fanboy, but and, like, it just worries I me. I would be tempted if they went for a conventional system. If they're going to yeah. do something fucking insane, quite frankly, like this, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. No. I'd love to play a beautiful-looking Zelda that's a lot more Western than Skyrim. But not if it's going to be on this no. fucking controller. I just want a system. Just give me a system. That's all they need. Yeah, powerful system. Yeah. But anyway, I think we should move on to what is probably some sad news. There's a couple. So there's been two closures since we last spoke. Two major closures. I think there's a few others that were closed. Yeah, probably. Two, so news about. two big ones. I think we should start with Lionhead. Yes. This is quite sad to me because... Back in the old original Xbox days, I loved my Fable. You did. I did. I, I played Fable one to <coughs> death, and it's gone. It's that's <laughs> it. Like that's it's over. They're gone. Um, I don't really know why. <laughs> so along with this, Fable Legends gone, count gone, and that was far as well in development. Yeah, that had been. That was, I swear that's three or four years worth was. of money. I don't know if they were like, you know what? We really can't save this. Let's just can it. Let's just get rid of it. Or what? It's, it's hard to tell, isn't it? Like the. They had a bunch of betas and multiplayer experiences. I didn't hear anything negative about what beta, beta testers were No, if saying. anything, I probably heard some good stuff about it. But and so far, you'd think, well, we've invested this much money, might as well whack it on a disc and sell it. Yeah. Why can it now? And what's also weird is the beta was still running when they announced the cancel. They're like, oh, you can still play it until X, mm. X date. That doesn't make much sense. If you cancel the game, why are you not just stopping it completely? Like, I suppose they'd want to give yeah. players a... Yeah, it's just it's very strange, and it's quite upsetting because, like I say, I love Fable. Obviously, Fable deteriorated. It was it was going I presume down. Microsoft still own the IP for Fable, so it's probably not the end of Fable. Yeah, or well, what the unlocked guys are asking for is so like give it to someone like Rare, yes. get them to reboot it because Rare would be perfect. For they them. would be perfect for that. Like, too. Real, like look look, especially like, as they seem to be a new and like revived Rare. They're actually making proper games again. Yeah, and like from the graphics of Sea of Thieves, could you imagine like a Fable and that mm. sort of like look? But what the rumours are, they reckon that Sea of Thieves might be Fable's replacement, so oh, let's just cut this, cut Fable out, put Sea of Thieves out, and it will kind of fill that void. Right. I don't know if it will or not, but they're speculations. Yeah, I suppose it's a similar sort of thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, a second developer close is Evolution. So uh, probably... Yeah, getting probably, out of nowhere, I wasn't expecting. Yeah, um, I think the most notable game of theirs is Motorstorm. Yes, Motorstorm and Drive Club. <coughs> yeah. So I don't know what else they've done to be honest, but from those two franchises. No, I think they might have been formed for that, probably. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll have a whilst we're talking. Um so yeah, again, Motorstorm, I loved that. Yeah, like great. I think that was probably too. the very first game I ever played on a PS3. 
Yeah, that and Resistance. Those two games to get, weren't they? Yeah. Launch. I remember. Should I say it? <laughs> no, no, let's leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, I just, it makes me really upset. Oh, they started off with World Rally Championship. Oh, they did the WRC games oh, I did PS2. Know Jesus, I actually had one of those. Yeah, so, yeah, they did. I think I had that evolved one. Yeah, that's that's the launch game I got on my PS2. So they did all the World Rally Championships on PS2 from 2001 to 2005. All with really good ratings. And then obviously all the motor songs in Drive Club. I didn't realise they did the PSP one either. I thought that was was handed over to someone else. You had four, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. I'm sure it was a smaller side team or something there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, really sad because like I say, I love the motor song games. Again, deteriorated as the PS3 went on. The first one and second one were the best ones. Apocalypse is a bit... Actually, I thought that actually got some good reviews. Apocalypse. Well, Apocalypse, I think it got some good reviews. I played it, I finished it. It had some weird story mode about comics, and then you were racing through cities that were collapsing. Still a cool concept, but not as good as 1 and 2. Wasn't it... <clears throat> God, I keep clearing my throat. Wasn't it released that, like, like during the some sort of natural disaster, so it had to have quite a stealth release in the end? Yeah, I think help so. so when, when's it come out? Yeah, 2011, like... Was it, like, some sort of tsunami or something when yeah, it came out? I think so. So I think it was... So yeah, really following the, the 2011 earthquake and tsunami in Japan. Yeah, so it didn't really get the massive marketing push. No, you could be like, look at our game, it's all about natural yeah. disasters. Yeah. <laughs> so it probably would have been better if so. But I, I remember playing it, it was still a good racing game at the end of the day. So I think it's really sad, like, they're great. Even Drive Club, like, as much as Drive Club had such a bad launch, if you take that launch outside of it, because I wasn't there, the club stuff's cool, wasn't really bothered by it, whatever, it's a driving game, don't yeah. want to be like... I'm not fussed about being in a no. club. We're still in a club, I think, me and your brother. Yeah, yeah, we definitely are. Definitely are. Probably not for long. No. <laughs> but no, I, I thought the racing in Drive Club was fucking wicked. The actual gameplay was great. The yeah. visuals were amazing. Yeah, I still think it's one of the best looking PS4 mm. games. Still, I think, up there. Yeah, definitely. So and, uh, they turned it around. Like, they had so much DLC. Yeah, I mean, they had bikes just came out recently. I mean, I see bikes in this myself, like six quid, and I was like, mmm. Tempting. Tempting, probably not, but... <clears throat> Yeah, it's just really sad, and I think. I thought the way they had turned it around, they sort of, uh, I don't know what the word is, but like, they sort of redeemed themselves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I thought they'd be definitely in for another shot for a sequel or a new franchise. I can't believe they just canned them. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. I did see in a statement they were like, oh, we're leaving Drive Club in the hands of Sony. Yeah, of course. So I think, I don't know I if... I don't think they'll, they won't shut it down. Not I don't, for another I don't think they'll shut it down, but I don't know if they're handing it off to like Sony. It's like, they're still going to support the game or not. I don't know. But I don't know if the game's in state to be like left or if they're still. I suppose stuff. they could give it to like Polyphony, maybe. Yeah, Polyphony. Too, like racing. Yeah, Polyphony were busy on left. GT when they on GT Sport and Six. Well, or seven, don't know. whatever it is. But I mean, once GT's out, they could probably do a sequel to Drive Club. Oh yeah, they? definitely. They obviously got rid of Studio Liverpool as well. I think they got canned a few years ago. Yeah, so good. That's good another white, racing white team. Jesus gone. Christ, like, a different yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really sad, like. Because they're a great team. What's funny is, like, when uh, Lionhead were closed down, Sony were like, yeah, 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 we'll recruit as much talent as we can get. They're like, that's what I read, that they're trying to recruit, and then they go and can... Well, they they, they, they said they were going to hold, like, uh, like auditions, Mm. essentially, like, like, oh, you all come over and we'll see what we can do. And to be fair... (laughs) But they didn't give a shit about their... Well, no, to be fair, with Evolution, they might be shutting down the studio, but they might be like, look, you guys are still going to be used. Redistribute them. That's what I mean. So it might not be as... It might not be like they were getting laid off. They might just tell the studios being shut down and the team will be split up. Like, that could be simple as that. Still sad, though, obviously. Mm. It's, it's kind of a trend, isn't it? It seems to be a lot of studios getting shut down. Who else was it? Uh, the guys that did SOCOM, they got shut down a few years ago. Zipper. Yeah, yeah. Christ. A lot of studios have been shut down recent, mm. like, in recent years, haven't they? It's really sad. But I think we should move on to Ish. some more positive news. I think going from a sad to positive, we should talk about... GT and Easy Allies. Oh, okay. I was thinking Gran Turismo. No. <laughs> yeah, Game Trailers. Game Trailers. So, actually, no. I think it was in the last podcast, probably. Yes. We spoke about how GT got shut down. Very sad. And we knew they were going to do something. It was almost guaranteed. Yeah. So I was really excited when they had the date, which was Monday this week? Mm, I can't remember. I think Monday this week. Almost definitely. So they announced they were starting up a new company, patron, yeah. whatever you want to call it, um, called Easy Allies. Uh, I think the only person that's left them is Matt Blair, who was one of the editors. Wasn't really on the podcast anyway. Wasn't one of my favourites. <laughs> so, not that I'm good that he's not with them. I think he's gone off to do something else. I think that's why he didn't join up. So he took a separate venture. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty much the entire same group. And they've got Marco Damiani back, mm. who previously left Sash got fired. 
Is he confirmed like back? I mean, how's that going to work? He's named. He's named on Patreon as part of the team, so I presume he's back. And I'm pretty sure one of the tiers. Well, he's just like contracted, maybe. Yeah, potentially. So, so he might do some stuff here and there. Yeah. But he's listed as I think one of the tiers for like. Yes. Oh, if you hit this point, we'll we'll get Damiani to do something. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find out where he is. Oh, I think I... they hit the tier, though, didn't they? Oh, they not yet. Well, they're on thirty-two. Yeah. So. To confirm, they were really worried. They said they were, thought they would only get a couple of grand in the first like week or so. They've hit thirty-two grand, which is fucking incredible. I'm so pleased for them. Thirty thousand four hundred and forty-seven dollars a month. Yeah, and I think that's enough to get them going. Yeah, so twenty thousand. Mark Downey's new show. Mm, so thirty thousand. Return of retrospectives. Yeah. And they said uh, that was like they like. I remember Brandon saying like. That'd be their top tier of like. They're probably regretting putting that on the bloody list. Now. Probably because yeah. in the kind of funny podcast, he was definitely like that was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like, yeah. if we're if we're to do those again, now we got the top of the list. For oh, fucking smash that, aren't you? Yeah, we've got a new top of the list, a new studio. Yeah, well, I think that's a kind of different top of the list because it's well, like yeah. all of its content, a new studio. It's not going to benefit the end user, is it? No. I think it's a bit harsh. It's not a forty grand. <laughs> mm. But. No, I think they're going to do great. I've it's exciting. You've already watched the first podcast. Yeah, so I mean, we've we're, we're both pledged, we'll say that. Yes. Like, I feel more comfortable pledging to these guys because, kind of funny, we worked out, take home with Patreon alone, $720,000 a year mm-hmm. without... With their two accounts. Yeah, with their two accounts. So, what I'd like to say as well, neither of kind of funny's patrons matched kind of, like, easy, easy allies. Yeah. So, I think... But they did originally... They did I originally did read that they they were on like forty two thousand a month yeah, and, then and then they dropped it dropped down so, so this could potentially still drop back down yeah definitely but for now they're above it which yeah. is which is I'm really I'm really happy for them about and these are our guys man we grew up watching yeah that, that's I mean that's why I feel I think both of us feel more comfortable giving these guys money because that's why I signed up to Sifted don't they just because yeah. of Shane Southfield yeah like it's just, it just I feel that these guys aren't going to be giving the opportunities that kind of funny. I kind of funny were invited to big Sony events because yeah. Greg and Colin are so known in the PlayStation community. I mean, the, IGN's on a whole other level to get game trailers, really, wasn't it? it I think of, it was on another level, but like GT was still the first company to be like doing a lot of heavy video yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's very true. So they're still, like, I think they're still like one of the titans I'm in the sure industry. They're respected, well, they were respected. Oh yeah, definitely, and I think they still are. And from what they looks like, they they look like they're doing pretty much the same stuff. Their podcast is the exact same sort of format. They're still doing. They're going to do corrections. They're still doing their quizzes. Brilliant. It's basically exactly the same podcast, awesome. which which is exactly what I wanted. I really wanted that. So I'm happy to give them the five dollars, like whatever. Like even if I don't get the podcast early, I'm happy to give them that. Just just support them. I'm yeah. like, It's just nice to them back. And again, Kyle, Kyle mentioned on the podcast. It's not ruining. He's just saying like he said a special thank you to Patreon givers because he's like when they're working for Defy, he was saying that. They don't know how like, valued they are there because mm. they're such Clearly a very not very well yeah but <laughs> no are such a small <laughs> team in terms of the fire like the fire yeah. fucking enormous so it's sometimes hard to forget that people care mm. now they've gone off on their own and they're like people are giving them money and he's like you, he's like you've blown us away he's like yeah you really shown that you really care about us and that show will be back hopefully final boss with a new name well, yeah he wasn't actually allowed to keep the name which I think is total bullshit it's crazy isn't it yeah so. He's not listed on one of the step goals, but never know. He might just pop up. I can imagine him. Mm. It was it was a killer show. So I think that was their flagship show almost. And yeah, definitely. He 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 totally blew up as soon yeah. as his first thing. I think it was at E three maybe two years ago. He did like yeah. a let's see what they're gonna do and yeah, totally nailed it. I'm hoping with Damiani back they do pop fiction again. Yeah, same. I love that back. series. They haven't done that since he left. So really, fingers crossed, he comes back. Yeah. So check out Easy Allies. Yeah, definitely. Go do and watch. Um, I think we did have something else to talk about, but we're running quite long, actually. We are, and it's late at night. It is. It's, we usually sh- record on lunch times, and it's now 20 to 9. And we, mm. This is so a late one for us. We'll get it posted tonight, though. Yes. We'll get it up. So, want to talk Batman v Superman. Oh, yes. We saw it this morning. We're going to go into spoilers. Spoiler, spoiler. So I think from here we'll, we'll, we'll say if you don't know anything about Batman, just stop listening now. Yep. We're going to talk Batman till the end of the podcast. If you if you're listening, you probably already follow us, so you don't need to worry about here in the end. So yeah, that, just a warning now. We're going to spoil Batman. <laughs> so thoughts. Well, I'm not a massive superhero fan, but I loved it. Yeah. I so it's really good. So you're not a big, you're not huge on all the Marvel stuff, are you? No. Like I wa- I always watch them all. Yeah, you watch them, but, but I'm not. I don't know, you know, the ins and outs of characters, and oh, this is from this film, and well, this from uh, comic, and 
Yeah, and to be fair, I I don't necessarily know that. Like, I've read Civil War because of the film being called Civil War. I'd never really read much of the Marvel stuff beforehand, but I've always been more on DC. Like, obviously, I've got Batman tattooed on me. Like, mm. I love the even the Nolan films. You bought and, three pop vinyl figures today of Batman. I did. No, I did. Just I did. Three Batmans. Yeah, three variants. Batman. Um, always love the games. Like DC have always sort of done the games better than Marvel, and I think well, the video up, games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think growing up, I think like my parents would watch like the original Batman's. I've got, I don't know why, but the Batman that already sticks in my head is like, I think it's the Michael Keaton one. Oh, no, 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 definitely George Clooney. One. George Clooney. Yeah. So it's I don't ter- think I've seen that. One. It's terrible. It sticks in my head, but for some reason I just George remember George Clooney plays Batman. Yeah, yeah definitely. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so there's it was just one of him and Robin, <laughs> and there was and like Iceman was in it. Or Mr. Freeze and Arnold Schwarzenegger played Freeze. Oh, okay. So that for some reason that sticks in my head. Like that's a memory from like when I was young that just sticks in my head. So I, I've known Batman for like for my entire life. So yeah, I I'm not gonna say I fucking loved it. It was wicked though. I was really, really I really enjoyed. It. I think it's much better than Man of Steel to start with. Watch yeah. Man of Steel in the week. Just I remember watching it. that and thinking it was alright. It, it's all, it's alright. I've not seen it's, that since that came out in well, the cinema. And considering everyone moaned about it, I know you've watched it once. I've, when I rewatched it, I just went, "This is a good Superman origin. Yeah. This is a good Superman origin for this world. It just established him in that world." Whoever plays Clark Kent, I Henry Cavill, I think he's a great actor. He suits the role perfectly. Yeah, like, I think he just looks like him. He looks like, like Bat- uh, Superman, <laughs> like he does, doesn't he? He does. And whilst one looks, I'll say, I was I was doubtful of Ben Affleck when I first got it announced, and I warmed to him. Yeah, and I think, I think after reading the new Fifty Two Batman comics, his square head. Suits the, the yeah. sort of Batman. Like Batman's very like his head's very square in the comics, and I think Ben Affleck kind of fits that with like a squared off chin. So yeah, yeah, he's not he's not yeah, like Ben Affleck. Yeah, did a great job. I, I, think, I, I think he nailed it, and I think they did quite a clever thing. Is everyone? Oh, his voice isn't very like Batman. Or what? Hey, what's wrong with Batman having a different type of voice to what he usually has? Mm. Like Christian Bale did his gritty voice. Yeah, great, but. In this, they digitized his voice, didn't? Yeah, they? I think that was like, did you notice like yeah. even even um. I can't remember the butler's name. Um, Alfred. Alfred, yeah. Even like, they showed Alfred like playing with, like yeah. test, testing it out, like, which I thought was nice. Like, yeah, it was like tuning up one or something. Yeah, he was he was doing something like a mask. It didn't look like the armor mask he wore. It looked like a mask that you didn't actually see in the film. Probably some prototype or something. Yeah, but it showed like that's what they did with the voice because realistically, I don't think Batman would be going no. around going. Oh, oh, Batman. Batman. Yeah, like. <laughs> It makes it makes logical sense that yeah. he has something on his throat which alters his voice to disguise him because re- you, you can't just go around with a grumbly voice. No. Like, it just, it just makes no sense. No, you'd have a sore throat. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think no, that was a good. That was good. Yeah. Um, what else did I like? Car chase scene. Like, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like the new Batmobile again. Not many people like the tumbler because the tumbler was basically just a big tank. Thing. This doesn't, for to me, look that whole whole much different from the tumbler. Whatever you call it. Oh, do, have you, do you remember the tumbler? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I saw it at the Silverstone. Oh, you did, didn't you? In two thousand and eight, it was there. I thought it, was, it still looked fairly similar though. But like, if you look at the tumbler there, yeah, I mean, the it tum- is very it's tank. big, big, and it's tanky. It's not. Show me the new one. And then that one with Superman. Uh, that deal. So we're going very like bizarre on this podcast, aren't we? If we look at it here... So it's similar. It's more sporty, I would say. It's a lot... Sm- like, if you compare them side by side, so if we just do... It, it does look cooler. I'll give it It a looks a shitload cooler. Like, side by yeah. side. Like, it's just a lot sleeker. I think yeah. it's a lot more Tim Burton in the esque of, like... Mm. You see these windows on the tumbler there, a lot of big panels of glass, where this is like actually like a windscreen. It's like an air- aircraft. Yeah, and, I, and I, I thought... I don't know if you picked up on it. The sounds it was making were kind of f one like uh, it was, I didn't really notice. Like I thought that it made some very cool sounds. I, I did hear a bit like uh, I'll I'll try and do an impression. It did the classic. Yes, I yeah. love that sort of sound. Yeah, it's great. But look, if you look at these, like the old the classic Batmobiles, like, mm. the, like then you look at the tumbler. The tumbler doesn't really fit in. It doesn't really. Fit. I I could see this being a classic one. It's an, yeah. I think it's a I think it's a good, I think it's a good mix of modern and a take of the classic ones. And not that I'm a huge fan of the classic one. And like personally, if I had to pick a favorite, it would probably be. I think it's the Tim Burton one that's got like yeah, well, one. it's got the, like the jet engine. I think it's based on the Frost Speed Car. Oh, okay. I think I think that's probably one of my favourite looking ones. One of the most iconic. Why is there a train track in that picture? I've literally no idea. <laughs> <laughs> just so you, just just to explain, it, we're just looking at like all the Batmobiles and there's just a random train track in front of them. <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly think it looks incredible. Like, and this is another point. Batman's not meant to kill people. 
Yeah, he definitely like, kills some people. Oh, in this. Yeah. Like even regardless of any of the scene, there's a there's a scene where he flies his Batwing over, fucks and car shooting him, and he literally just demolishes people. Yeah, like. He straight on ploughed his like straight into a car. Yeah, mate, he was dead inside. There was a he shot someone with a gun. <laughs> that guy's fucked. <laughs> so and Batman was like, I don't like Superman because he's killed so many people. What are you doing? Yeah, you but doing? like, I think he's saying that about like Superman because Super, like Superman's killing civilians, not not himself, but like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm I'm gonna throw this fucker through a building. Yeah, people are gonna die, mm. and that's the thing that I like about this new D. De- DCU as it's, it's more realistic. It's like, what would happen if Superman actually came to Earth? What would, what if that was in real life? People are gonna die. Mm. You, the start of the film was awesome with, with the like, alien spaceship. I guess that was well, that, directly following. Well, the thing from. is, like that 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 scene is the end of. So I don't remember. Man that's, of Steel. that's the end of Man of Steel. But so that, was, to, that was proper. To see it from another perspective was really nice. Really to see like what the public see it from the ground, yeah. Because in the film... You see him like, like a shot of him fighting some bloke in the sky. Oh, he's yeah. fighting General Zod. Like, yeah. When you see him that was like from crashing awesome. down. Like, it's just incredible. I look, like, the CG was really good. Yeah, I, graphic, I didn't really notice much. Even Doomsday at the end looked really good. Mm. Like I, You could tell he was CG. You could tell he was CG. But I don't... It still fit in. It still yeah. fit in the years. And I will say, like, I didn't know how... I'm not gonna, I, We can talk about the fight a little bit. The Batman, v, the Batman the Superman, Batman fight. Superman fight, yeah. I it was short. Wasn't it, it was short. I think it was short but sweet. I think the fight was good. I think Superman kind of tried to be a bit hate held back a little bit. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, fuck it, he's gonna fight. Yeah. Um, I, as much as we want to go into spoilers, I don't really want to spoil how Batman gets the upper hand. But no, he he Batman he played his cards well. He played his cards well. It's very clever. Um, it. Obviously, he showed you how he made an enemy with Lex Luthor. Mm. Yeah, that's obvious. So, it's just I thought it was wicked, wicked. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman plays into it very well. Oh yeah, that's a good. Wonder point. Woman played a very good role in it. I thought she wasn't too in it. That she took away from them. Um, she kicked ass as well. To be fair. Yeah, she definitely kicked ass. Definitely kicked ass. Yeah. Um, I thought they tied the Justice League in very well. So yeah. Jizz man. So to get to get the Justice League in, essentially Lex <laughs> Luthor had been looking at meta humans. So he'd obviously seen Superman for there must be other people like that. So he's found video footage of Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman. And then he's so Seaman. so he's clearly onto them. And that alone, I think, kind of yeah, that was it, pretty it, cool. it brings them into the universe enough to ready for the next ready one. for the next one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> And should we go for the big spoiler? Okay. Superman dies. Yes. Superman dies in this film. Uh, I didn't. I really <laughs> didn't. Ex- I really didn't expect them to do that. No. Like I think it's a very Superman thing to do to be like, I'm gonna save everybody here yeah. to kind of prove a point. Yeah. So he dies taking out the big ugly guy, whatever his name. Doomsday. Is. Yeah. yeah. So he, he kills Doomsday and then would stab Doomsday with a kryptonite rod. In fairness, though, I think he could have killed that guy without dying yeah but he the, goes the, full on straight at him like why are you doing that just throw it like a javelin that would have well, yeah, yeah that would have made more sense wouldn't it but it yeah. would have been as impactful like, mm. or why didn't Wonder Woman do it or like yeah. Batman just throw it at him yeah like to be fair Batman didn't really do anything in that fight no <laughs> he kind of stood at the side then and went yeah, like, mm, fired. He, didn't re- he, he fired a grenade he threw a grenade and he he was like using his winch thing to like just avoid getting yeah there, there, there is a nice easter egg in there there's a Batman front cover where there's Batman like using the zip line off a building as a thunderbox in the background and that scene's actually in the film okay. when Doomsday's like he like jumps at him Batman pulls away with the zip which I thought was very cool yeah Um, but yeah just overall it's just really good I think it's a good balance between I don't know the, how they're justifying these like 4 out of 10 reviews no I don't I'm, I'm really curious to go and read them and watch them now just to see like what what was your problem with this film? Yeah, because I really don't know. I really liked it. My my only problem was the editing. I thought some of the timeline sequencing stuff was a bit off. So they, or like there was a scene where Batman goes into a bar to hijack someone's phone, and it's actually like probably like a minute and a half cut maybe. Hmm. And then the, but there was no mention of him going to the bar. It was just they just cut to a scene and he was at like a bar. That's fight. that's a good point. Like they didn't because they they were the guy he he's looking for. There's no. They didn't say how they how they found him. No, because he, he goes back to his computer, doesn't he? Yeah. And he mentions the guy. Exactly. And they cut this the, guy basically. And, and then, then he found him. And then the next scene, next time we see Batman, he's just at a bar fight. Yeah. And the guy's there, and it's like, 
all right, okay, mm. guess something happened there. But I know the film's two and a half hours, which is a bloody long film. There is an R-rated cut of it on the Blu-ray that worked okay. eventually, which is going to be a three-hour cut. Okay. So there's a half an hour of stuff which might join the dots. I'd watch that again as well. Yeah, I, I'd definitely. Man, still, I didn't care to watch it again. But that's worth another watch, yeah. I think. Um, I think if you get, gave it another watch, you would understand some more stuff probably. Mm. I think it. I think as like a simple plot, you could watch it and be like, okay, I understand. I don't think you need to watch Man of Steel. Man of Steel is an origin story. They cover what happened and why everybody's pissed off at the start of the film by showing the fight in. They briefly um, gave Batman a, his. Uh, in- yeah, as well because obviously this is the introduction to Batman in this universe. Yeah. So they showed him doing that. And I'm glad they didn't spend too much time on that because we have seen it. Obviously, with the no, Christian it was Bale. kind of over the title sequence, which yeah. I thought was smart. Like, we're we're going to do a title sequence. We might as well put it over something nobody really gives a fuck about. And we've seen it in Gotham as well, the TV series. We've seen him yeah. as a kid already. So, yeah, overall, I just found it really good. Like, yeah. Really good, good film. I, I'm not saying that because I'm like a big Batman fan. I think just generally, I think if I, even if I wasn't such a Batman fan, I'm like, yeah, this is a good film. Yeah. It's a fuckload better than the Marvel films. Like, I, I like, like the Avengers? Like, I like the Avengers. Like, Avengers is one of the better Marvel films. I think it's better than the I Avengers. I would say it's better, because I, I couldn't really be asked to watch Avengers again. See, like, even There's me, too much jokes. Yeah, it's it's too light-hearted, and it's too... I understand Marvel being family-friendly, but, like, even in Ultron, when they have the fight in, like, Slovakia or whatever, they're like, right, this, like, this, uh, this city is coming out of the ground. Go let's get every single person off this island. Let's mm-hmm. get every single person before we do anything. It's like, well, no, that's not what you do. And I think DC did kind of have a subtle dig at them for that. Because <laughs> did you notice when the fight with Doomsday at the end, um, Batman was like, super, uh, no, Wonder Woman was like, why, why are we here? And he's like, oh, there's nobody in this district. Oh, like, right. To be yeah. like, oh, we can't kill anybody because I'll take him here. Yeah. But they, they, they even nailed that down because they took Doomsday to space to try and get him out. Oh, he comes, cool. he comes back to ground on Strikers Island. And then Batman's like, right, I'll lure him back to Gotham. Back to Gotham. <laughs> so just across the uh, lake. Across the bay, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Gotham and Christ Metropolis knows, next door neighbours. Don't know how that happened. No. Do not know how that happened. But yeah, so that makes sense that Batman would be like, right, so this 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 thing is on this island. We need to get him back to Gotham so I can use my weapon. Let's take him to somewhere where there's going to be nobody. And the kryptonite we... javelin. Yeah, and the very clever thing is, he did even the kryptonite javelin. Even is where the Batman Superman fight happened. Yeah. So even when he was going to fight Superman, he took Superman to somewhere where he's not going to endanger people. Yeah, isolated. Yeah. So even when they were doing the whole, let's not let's not damage civilians. They nailed it into a point where it makes sense. It's mm. not just like shit. Let's clear the area. They they're like right. Let's go to somewhere where there's not. We're not going to hurt people. Yeah. Makes sense. But people did did get hurt with Doomsday because he starts off in the city. Mm-hmm. So overall, just really good. I'm really yeah. excited. I'd definitely go see it again in the cinema. Yeah. I think you probably no I don't know I don't know if you would or not um, you usually not go and miss it but... yeah she's already seen it as well yeah. she saw it at midnight yeah <laughs> little bitch <laughs> saw it before us <laughs> um, I might go again if I miss wants to see it I might just go again and see it anyway yeah, I presume Dan and Laurie have gone and seen it yeah Dan went to see it to... Dan went at midnight okay Laurie's not really bothered by it she's not bothered by it I thought she loved it no she likes Batman but she's like ugh Ben Affleck ugh oh. so yeah. Well, I think he did a great job. I think he was up there with Christian Bale. I think. Yeah, they, like as they, I think you could swap them out in, interchangeably. They they did a really similar yeah, character. Yeah, but I, I don't think Christian Bale f- would fit in this universe. Yeah. After seeing, I think Ben Affleck is that Batman. He is that Batman in that universe. Because I think Christian Bale is very like I'm serious, I'm Batman. Like, or Ben Affleck. Was ben Affleck was serious. Was, he, well. he was serious, but he was, he's different. Like, yeah. I, don't, I I do not I I I do not see. Like Christian Bale with that Superman, where Ben Affleck with okay. that Superman that works. That's just my opinion of it. I mean, no, I mean, I just see it from more of a stand, standing back. I yeah, mean, obviously, I'm not as invested yeah. into it. So to me, they were really similar characters. I thought, but yeah, and I, and I my my <coughs> biggest favorite part of it is like it was so well balanced between let's please the comic people and still have it as like a semi-realistic. So it's like we'll secure it into like a real world. This like if this happened in real life say yeah. whilst including the comic book stuff rather than like The Dark Knight Rises where it's like no this is what would happen if it happened in real life because that was like if they did the Joker in this film like, in that universe like it would be very different to like the Heath Ledger Joker mm. 
Is the um, Suicide Squad the same universe, or do we? I, not? I don't know. I don't think they've said it. It's got to be, hasn't it? It's really. It's got to be. Yeah. But I st- still don't know. It look visually. It looks very different. I think like graphically, it looks different. It does, doesn't it? That's my only. That'd be my only concern. Like at least with the Marvel films, all the side films are like all they look the same. Whereas I think Marvel have got a bigger plan in mind since the start. They've always planned this was going to happen. Yeah. Whereas but, DC are kind of just like, oh, okay. But I, I feel fun. that it probably is true because obviously Bat or Bruce Wayne makes the joke of having like freaks dressed as clowns, referring right. to the Joker. He's got oh, yeah. the he's got the Robin suit that said "Haha, jokes on you," mm. which is a reference to Jason. That's Jason Todd's suit uh, in the comic books. Jason Todd gets tortured by Joker, and then Jason Todd becomes like a clone of the Joker. That's why everybody thinks Jared Leto is not the Joker. Joker's already dead because he said oh, freaks right. like freaks with a problem with freaks dressed as clowns, meaning Joker's oh, probably right. dead. He's an impersonator. Yeah, so Joker's probably dead. That's quite a cool way to do it. Oh, the plan is the idea is Joker's actually dead, and then. Because he's because he's, he's tortured Jason because he's tortured Jason Todd. Is that Jason Leto's character? Yeah, right? that's what they reckon Jason Todd's gonna be. Which because uh. basically Batman loses Robin, like Joker steals Robin from Batman, then tortures him to the point where he becomes the Joker. Okay. And that's the kind that might so that might be might be it. So I think that jokes the jokes on you thing mm. and the freak stresses clowns. It's it solidifies that Joker's been in that universe at some point. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. well, why would he say freaks dress as clowns? Yeah, it would be if, nothing. If he's Superman's not dressed like a clown, so no, like yeah. there's clearly something there. But I think we should cut. Yeah, man. so I think summary. We both really like that. Film. Yeah, really, worth really like it. No uh, post credit scene, so don't stick around. No. Well, to be honest, if you listen to this, you don't think you really care about the spoilers anyway. <laughs> so yeah, but if you are in it, like yeah, don't don't wait to the end. We we'll no. probably we should probably tweet that. Yeah. Like just because like we waited a good like five six Yeah, it was a good eight minutes that yeah. ending credits, so and nothing there, which was a right they troll. Us. So yeah, we'll sign off there. So we'll try and get Jordan on the next podcast. Yeah, he's fucking unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna beat around the bush there, he's just fucking unreliable. <laughs> to um, be fair, I don't think we even asked him this week. Not not for this one, no, we didn't. Because it was last minute. We're doing it late. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, follow us on Supermassive underscore UK on pretty much everything. Underscore G B and it's called GB Chef. Fuck, I'll get that. I'll get that right one podcast. I'll get it right. I think I'll, you have I'll, them. I think eventually. And then, yeah, um, that's not the personal ones. Let's no, wrap, 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 wrap it up. So, yeah, follow us on the social stuff. We'll get this up. Sorry it's so late. Uh, week late and then Peace. late on the night. So, yeah, thanks for listening and see you next time. I'm back. Bye.